Good morning, Danny. Good morning. How are you? How did you sleep? I slept really well. <laughs> now um, that the first show's in the can? The, the day was very exciting. I think every everybody was just waiting for the show to start, whether they were there or not. I know. And, and we, have to, we have to make note that the schedule, I mean, we're like on opposite schedules, so we're up early in the morning to uh, yeah. get our pre-show recorded. Um, you want to explain where you were last night, Danny, when people needed you? Uh, I was at work, working. Isn't, isn't that funny how work, we didn't work, like work. Uh, even consider like day jobs while we were thinking about this? <laughs> like the time difference. <laughs> I know it's 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 very. Our jobs are very inconvenient right now. I know. I mean, exactly. Like, who needs a job? Nah. So what did what did what did you think of the show last night? <sighs> okay. Well, if we're going to just start there, I will tell you what I thought of the show. Yes. I mean, um, this, is what, this is what the people want. This is what the people want. This is why we're here. Give them um, what they want. I, you know what? I thought the show was very short. I can't remember yeah. a time that Tori has performed such a short set list in a standard show of her own. I remember going to... Um, the first show of the Scarlet's Walk Tour, and it just would not end. And I was just like, heaven, it was ours. You know, then she would do this song, and then she did that, and then she did Hotel, and then Spring Haze. And I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. This is what dying of pleasure feels like. Um, the show was not that long last night. However, I am in love with the set list. I think the set list uh, tells of great things to come. It's moody, it's dark. She opened with IIE, for God's sakes. You know what I mean? Like I know. What? Just like a uh, shock. R- remind me. I, I, you have probably have a better memory than me. IIE was a tour staple for what tour? It wasn't the opener, but it was a tour staple it was for the, what tour? The second leg of Scarlet's Walk when she um, went to uh, Europe is when it started to appear as the closer of that show right yeah and then she brought and then it, it was the closer in the states too right the second leg all of europe the second leg of the states she okay. closed with iie so it's been a tour staple before i'm always glad to hear the song oh yeah i don't think i could ever get tired of this song no and she does you know what and we've talked a lot about backing tracks in the past she boldly performed this with a backing track and i say boldly because it's the first song of the set she comes out and the first thing you hear is a beat and she's just like unapologetic. She's unrepentant about it. Do you know what I mean? And the beat really <laughs> gave, I felt it gave a lot of flavor to the song. Um, I was happy to have it, you know, just here. There is a bootleg already circulating. If you can believe that. Um, I can believe it. I mean, I, I mean, Tori yeah. fans are fast. <laughs> we, we are. We're fast. Well, okay. So remind me what were, what were our guesses? I said the opener was going to be Reindeer King, and you thought the opener was going to be Pancake. My wills, right. my wills were Beekeeper and Flicker, which I did not get. And my wants were the power of Orange Knickers, which I changed after we talked. The power of Orange Knickers, and you go to my head. So I got nothing. Right. I got Reindeer King, but not as an opener. You right. wanted... You wanted Another Girl's Paradise and Pass the Mission, which you did not get, but you willed... Right. Oh, you willed horses and which I didn't get, and uh, cloud riders, cloud riders, and so we and I, uh, we basically willed nothing, right? <laughs> we willed nothing into existence but our own madness. 
Um, we had, you know, a bunch of people last night participated in Wills and Wants, and um, there was a only a lot of people. A lot of people, and there was only one person who guessed that IIE was going to be the tour opener. And who's that? It, her name was Christina Frandes. She was our winner for the Under the Pink Vinyl the second time we did our contest, the Under oh, the Pink wow. Pink Vinyl, and she sent us a, a great Twitter message uh, explaining why she chose that. And she said, guys, it makes sense when you think about it. And I was like, please explain. Cause it was, it was a like dropping a bomb when that song started and she wrote, okay. So in this album, Tori wants us to reclaim mother nature. She wants us to fight for her. Tori also said that native invader is very much like choir girl in terms of its production. And to me, IIE is a war cry. It's what we scream at cathedrals. It's what we scream while we make the sacrifices that are needed. Most importantly, it's the mantra we utter as we get a lip gloss boost in your America and do the work that needs to be done. That's what Tori is doing out there on the stage and what she is urging us to do. IIE is the magic that awakens the fire within. Mic drop. So I, I'm sold. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like You convinced me. I feel like a fool not guessing IIE now, right? I'm going to guess it today. It's going to be in my, my wills today. I don't think it works that way. Right. I'd be cheating. Cheaters. You can't pick staples. Although we don't know, we don't know necessarily what's going to be a staple. She might surprise us all and mix everything up every night. Could you imagine like she doesn't she doesn't usually do that, but who knows? When was the last time she had a different opener every night? Can you think of a time since ninety four? Yeah, it's been a while. I think two thousand one, your favorite tour, she did a Bonnie and Clyde every night, but then she would come out and perform right. a different song every night. As the right, as the but opening. I'm talking about Bonnie and Clyde as the opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll be my request this tour. What do you think? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I don't know how successful that'll be. Probably not. It's it's interesting, um, you know, new albums out, only one song on the set list. I was really surprised by that, and then I thought, like... I'm not she... so surprised, because I felt like, during the whole Unrepentant Geraldine tour, I was surprised at how few of the newer songs she was playing. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think, like, that was the first time that really happened, where, not that, you know, she was necessarily pushing the new album in her live shows, but... Uh, I felt like they were they were equally represented, and this last tour uh, in 2014, I felt like uh, we barely heard it. You're right. I mean, with the exception of "Reindeer King," the one song, everything else that she played is prior to 2007. The, you know, the most recent song being "Rooster Spur Bridge" from 2007. Then we had "Mother Revolution" from 2005, and right. "Fairy Tale" from 2003. Other than that. It was heavy 90s, Blood Roses, Lust, IIE, Earthquakes, um, Jackie's Strength, Mother, Purple People. Yeah, Hey Jupiter. So it was really no- it was, 90s heavy. Yeah, pretty, pretty spread out among the 90s albums, too. Like, yeah. you know, I thought maybe Boys for Paley might get, like, a, a bit more attention just with the recent anniversary and the reissue. Um, but it looks like they all got their, their fair uh, time. Their shake, yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned a sort of fairy tale. Uh, what do you think of that? It looked like it closed out the main set, right? Yeah, it closed out the main set. Any, you're never like on paper this set list. I'm never going to complain about it. Like, I, I'm curious to hear from people who were at the show how they felt about a sort of fair tale being the closer of the main set because not always. I won't say always, but the set closer is usually something that, that kind of has a bang to it, mm-hmm. like uh, waitress or. Uh, cornflake girl right or precious or, things or yeah right precious things uh 
and a sort of fairy tale. I love the song, and I'm always happy to hear it. Uh, but it's 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 a, a kind of a quiet song um, and a reflective song. And uh, I don't know what it would be like to to close out the set with that. I'm I'm wondering how how people because I feel like song placement is all, also affects like the emotional impact, right. like what what follows what what in what order. Uh, early or late in the show, so I'm curious, like, what people's emotional reaction was to uh, hearing that song and then having the main set end. Did it right. feel right. like a great bookend to that, or did it feel like uh, I don't know something was missing? I'm I'm just curious. I don't have an opinion one way or the other because I wasn't there. Tweet us, tweet us at songs of Tori Amos and answer Danny's question because I'm curious as well. My only thought on that is back to what you just said, the word reflective is that final, one of the final lines in that song is all in all, it was a pretty nice day. You know what I mean? So I think maybe that's where that song lives by the end of that song. That's where it lives. And maybe reflecting on, because the the song is pretty, I mean, the set list is pretty sad, you know, Ranger King, mother, purple people, a really somber purple people, according to Saker last night, um, begging at the beginning of the set to give me life, give me pain, give me myself again. And at the end of the set saying all in all, it was a pretty nice day. I think maybe that's instead of ending with, you know, fire, maybe she's ending with let's heal. Let's, let's, let's be peaceful. So I'm really curious to know if that stays the the main set closer. Purple people. um, You see, you mentioned that it's, it's shown up. Well, I mean, this is the first official show, show or tour date uh but she did a radio show about a week or two ago and she played purple people yeah it's interesting that it's it's making uh it's made two appearances so far and this purple people it seems a little bit different than the purple people we've heard in the past it seems uh uh, mournful almost there's a sadness to it and i'm i'm wondering why uh, uh why she's coming out well, I don't want to say so often because it's only been two appearances. It's not an album track. It's not a single. It was a B-side from 1998. It's not even like that new, but um, it's it's almost like two for two. Yeah. So far. The so song. Tori, if you're listening, <laughs> please answer. Us and let us know. Or if you're listening, Tori and or crew. Hi, first of all. Hey, guys. And then second, um, we gave you a batch of tour diaries. You can feel free to write the answers to all our questions in them and then give them back to us at the final LA show <laughs> if you want. But, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think Purple People is a sad song as it is in the studio version. But there's like a desperation to that, to the studio version, you know, F- knowing what was happening around 1998. There's there's just this like raw, desperate emotion attached to it and i think that's a lot in the production but where as she's performing it live you're right it's very mournful and it's it's almost uh it's almost like a dirge yeah i was gonna say dirgy yeah it's very uh, and I, you know obviously we're we haven't gotten to purple people in the regular podcast yet so we haven't really explored it we'll get there eventually okay so let's talk dublin um and let's start with covers hopefully tonight we'll hear you know what i'm rooting for in terms of covers Sinead O'Connor. Any, yeah, anything by Sinead O'Connor. I said that. Yeah, but anything. She, I mean, and especially like, I don't know if, if everybody's heard the news, Sinead O'Connor's not doing very well right. these and, days. And um, you know, Tori's all about like sisterhood and like banding yeah. together for women. And Sinead O'Connor needs that support. Um, so that's why I'm, I think my cover guess will be hopefully anything by Sinead O'Connor. She's done, she did last time. She was in Ireland. Uh, she did three babies, right? Yeah, the 7th of May, 2014. She did three babies with 
Miley Cyrus rooting for my baby. Miley, right. Because they were, Shane and Miley were uh, shooting at the time. I, absolutely. And Tori was like this, you know, this neutral territory where they could both meet. Um, is there is there a particular Sinead song that you'd want to hear? Oh my God, yes. All Babies. I love the song All Babies. Um, yeah. From her album Universal Mother. It's one of my favorite fucking songs. Obviously, The Last Day of Our Acquaintance would be amazing to hear. Um, nothing compares to you, of course, but uh, you know, I mean, she would kill that song. I mean, she would she would kill that song. It'd be amazing. What about you? Are you a Sinead fan? Um, yeah, I love Sinead. I've seen her alive a couple times. Um, you know, one of my favorite Sinead songs was uh, is the single uh, "Fire on Babylon." But I don't know if I want to hear Tori sing that. I don't know. I think that is such a uniquely Sinead song yeah, that I don't yeah. think I would want to hear Tori do it. I could hear her do a really good version of um, I'm Stretched Out on, on Your Grave. Oh, or, my uh, God. What is it called? This song is to mother you or this is to mother oh, you? Oh, yeah. You know what would also be amazing? Troy. Yes. Jackie. Um, but, yeah, I'm put, my, my vote is for Troy, All Babies, or uh, The Last Day of Our Acquaintance. Kill it, Tori. Kill it. That's it. You know, because she's in Ireland and, you know, paying tribute to other Irish musicians. I would love to see her cover a Divine Comedy song. Oh. A, they're from Ireland. B, they were her support act in the 90s. And C, they're amazing. Uh, I, th- that was the band that I went to go, uh, that I followed in Europe back in February. That's right. Um, what song would you choose? But- a lady of a certain age, uh, I think, would be very appropriate, uh, both just in sound-wise and um, and thematically with where Tori is right now. Right. Um, maybe um, she doesn't get the message in Ireland. I'll push for it in the states when I go to the shows. But it'd oh, yeah. be cool to do it on on Divine Company Song Turf. I, th- I think that I think that'll be my request for tour. I support you. Yeah, I'll help you make yeah. a sign. That just says a lady of a certain age in really big, in really big, like, huge block letters. <laughs> when I was when I was in Europe uh, in February, I tried to track Neil. Neil Hannon is, is the main guy the, the, and the songwriter for the band, and I tried to track him down because I wanted to kind of uh, see if he would be interested in talking to us uh, just about the experience of touring with Tori back in the day. But I, I met some of the band, but not Neil. So. Oh. Um, I do, yeah. if we're talking about Irish artists also, um, the Cranberries, Dolores O'Riordan just canceled her tour. She's not in the best of Yeah. Life. And I would love to hear So Pretty uh, from the Cranberries' first album, Everybody Else Is Doing It, So Why Can't We? You're so pretty the way you are. I mean, it's such a, just a beautiful refrain that I think Tori could just nail. Um, so, yeah. And let's let's also talk about the fact that in 2005, when Tori was in Dublin, she performed... After All by David Bowie for the only time in her career. Let me double check that. Yeah, the only time. May 30th, 2005. After All by David Bowie. So maybe that will come. Ugh. Do you want to do Wills and Wants? I mean, we were so successful the first time. <laughs> I mean, don't listen to us, people. <laughs> I mean, make your own wills. Make your own way. But let's, yeah, okay, let's go ahead. Okay. You go first. Okay, you want me to go first? Okay. Um, first of all, I want to just say to, you know, uh, it's so much fun doing Wills and Wants. I'm happy that everybody's enjoying this ritual. Um, it's a Yeah, little... something that, that we, 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 you know, a, group, a small group of us did on tour every year, every show. And um, 
it's nice to like kind of open it up to a wider audience. Yeah, it's it really just uh, it's one of my favorite parts of tour, and I'm I'm really glad that people are enjoying it. It is a little there's a lot of people participating, which I'm super thrilled about. Um, and because of that, I want to make very strict rules. You have to tweet us. Uh, you have to tweet us a picture or Instagram us a picture, and it has to. Uh, have the hashtag Tory Tour WW. It has to have four songs, four different songs, and it has to have the city also. And if anybody out there wants to do us a solid and, and handle our spreadsheet for the wills and wants, my goodness, we will give you so many credits. We'll we'll give you one of our priceless collectibles. If anybody wants to handle the wills and wants for this tour, let us know. But that being said, if my will- yeah, if you're like really good at, at organizing yeah. spreadsheets and and that's like your forte then yes get a, get, a, get i have the, the the spreadsheets already created and i have like the format of it it's super simple it's just about filling it in um but anyway so my will for dublin tonight and i think my wills i'm gonna go with beauty queen horses will come out okay and i'm feeling like bells for her okay so those are my wills what about you? my wills my wills i i think i'm feeling like Crucify is going to make an appearance. Okay, okay. Kind of sticking on the little earthquakes train, I think. Uh, Leather will make an appearance. Oh, interesting. Crucify and Leather. Yeah. My wants. Oh, there's so many things I want. Um, I want the power of orange knickers, which is my want from yesterday in Cork, but I want it still. And I really want um, Marys of the Sea. So the two beekeeper okay. tracks are what I'm after. And you? My wants are, well, I'm pretty sure this won't happen, but hey, this is like a fantasy want. I would love to hear that really dark version of this old man she did back in 96. Oh, wow. Where she just like wails and pounds at, at, the, at the piano like towards the end. And uh, I would also really like to hear the beekeeper. Really? Yeah. Get it, yeah, Danny. I love that song. No, I, it, you might be on the right track. I feel like you know. Yeah. It's thematically uh, relevant. I'm gonna change one of my wills. So bells for her okay. and Ireland, because she did a tiny snippet of it tonight. But I mean, she's in Dublin for the final time this year. So I'm, oh boy. I think it's got to come. So Bells for Her and Ireland and uh, Power of Orange Knickers and Marys of the Sea puts me at three of four beekeeper tracks. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Um, we're going to talk to Saker here in a minute. Uh, Saker's going to call in. And, then, uh, and we're also going to talk to our friend Maria. Anything else you want to say, Danny, before you sign off and start your day? I'm uh, just really excited to see what's going to happen in a few hours. I know. This is Tori's eighth time playing in Dublin. Uh, the first time she ever performed in Dublin was on the 4th of May, 1994. Do you think we'll talk to you tonight, Danny, after the show? Uh, I might be at work. Uh, that next show she does in Ghent will be on Saturday. So we'll have you then, right? Yeah. Yes. I also wanted to tell you, Danny, did you did you like yeah. my new slogan? Did you hear my new slogan? Tour all night, where it's always all happening. Oh, you thought of that all by yourself, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good? Bad? <laughs> uh, you know, it takes the idea of it's all happening. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Send us a slogan, you guys. We need a slogan. Write in a slogan. Yeah. Hashtag tour all night slogan. All right. Have a good day, Danny. Bye. Bye. Hello? Good afternoon, slash morning. 
Uh, international phone calls are complicated. Oh, I know. I've been trying to get a hold of Saker for at least four minutes. <laughs> Damn you, Dublin. <laughs> um, you, I'm calling Saker today because she told, she texted me, oh God, now I'm remembering everything that I didn't say from <laughs> yesterday's show. So give us some details. I forgot to tell you what she was wearing. Oh yeah. And I know not very many good pictures came through because they were not being very nice about us taking pictures. So she had on like black tights and a blue kind of flowy shirt. It was kind of, it looked kind of like a snake print metallic print on it. And it was real flowy. And then it had kind of like flowy sleeves, like strips of fabric. And then she had on these blue metallic heels. Karen Bins, ladies and gentlemen. Anything else you remembered that burned a hole in your mind? Yeah, so um, I told you that the first backdrop was the fiery one. Right. And then she switched to the fake muse one. And then when she came back, she switched to one that was like a snowy mountain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was when she played Reindeer King. Oh, great. And so I'm kind of wondering if like the first half of the show is kind of fire themed. And then the second half of the show is like cold, icy themed. So I like don't a know. light I don't and know a dark, if we're or see a theme. A, a dark maybe so. Light. Wow. I don't know. That's sort of... it did start with Reindeer King, and then the the snowy mountain. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye for that. But a couple other funny little things when she was playing, um, someone saved my life tonight. She was having trouble reading the lyrics because her glasses were falling off, uh-huh. and she started going fuck. And said that her she started singing about how these glasses don't fit as well as her new glasses. Oh, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> and so that was funny. Our first uh, fuck then, up improv. And then um, before she played um, "Running to Stand Still," she was talking about how this was a request, and she's like, "This really is a request. I swear it's a request. Sometimes I say things a request, and they're not really. It's a lie. But <laughs> this one really is a request." <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's nice to hear she's finally being honest with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. And so then I was wondering if, like, if she plays a song that maybe she thinks we don't really want to hear, but she doesn't want us, I don't know, like, she wants to play it anyway, and she's right. like, fuck you. Then she's like, oh, well, it was a request. <laughs> I swear someone requested it. So fuck you. I'm going to play it. It was a request. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love, yeah. I mean, play whatever you want. That's what I, I'm, I'm on. I'm on that camp. I'm so excited about the covers of this tour. They're going to be amazing. I just have a feeling like go doing yeah. those mashups last tour was, and she seemed to be really open to new music and, and trying new things like the Moby cover oh, totally. sticks out, the massive attack cover, you know, things, the PJ Harvey, for God's sakes, like doing creep, like all these great things that she pulled out last tour. So I can only imagine it's mm-hmm. going to get better. Um, and she was playing so much more modern music, right, like more yeah. current things, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Um, I'm going to try to get her to do some Fifth Harmony, but <laughs> I don't think that's going to <laughs> work from home. Come on. Uh, anything else that you remember from last night? I think that's good. I had my friends helping me okay. make notes, so I think we got things covered. And then tonight, anything you want to say about the show tonight in our pre-show episode? I don't know. You know, I do want to say I, I've seen a lot of people – saying that they were complaining that the set list was short or whatever. And 
The total overall time, though, was still about average because the songs were long. And even though it did feel like it was kind of short, and I did at the time feel like it was short, I think that the caliber of her performance really made up for the fact that it was kind of short. Her performance was so good that really, I think that that really made up for it. I think she's got us spoiled in that we want like three or four hour shows. Like we'll take whatever, you know. Right. That's why. Yeah, we really are spoiled. Most most performers don't come out and play for two hours. Right. Exactly. This theater that you're at, do you know how to pronounce the name? The board, the board, the board guys. Oh, you know what? I was with an Irish guy, and he said it, and it was Goge or something. Here, I can ask him. How do you say the name of the theater? How do you say the name of the theater? Board Gosh Theater. Board here, Gosh. Can you say it on the phone? Say board, say right here. Uh, board Gosh Theater. Oh, hello. Did you get hello. that? I did. Hello, Mr. <laughs> Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Straight from an Irish man. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we had that moment. Tell him I said hello. Give him my Twitter handle. Anyway, um, we'll talk to you tonight. Have an amazing time at the show. And we can't wait to talk to you later. Okay, thanks. Good morning. Hey, what time is it there? Is it like fucking four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> no, 6.45 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you're awake. I know. I took a three-hour cat nap, <laughs> and now I'm back. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. You sound so Irish. Um, oh, yeah. I'm definitely Irish now, now that I've been here for two days. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you? You're in Dublin? Exactly. Uh, yeah, we're in Dublin. We're sitting inside the venue um they let us come inside to sit inside it's not raining or anything but maybe it's going to rain i don't know so they let us sit inside there's maybe like 40 of us oh really um so maria we're on the line with maria carulo she's a really good friend of mine we've known each other forever she on a whim just decided to go to ireland um just said (laughs) hey fuck it i'm gonna do the first two shows and i support that um how was the show last night (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I mean, a good opener, lots of interesting uh, new stuff with uh, changes to songs, like arrangements, um, you know, longer versions of certain songs. Uh, It was nice to see her walk out uh, to the backing track to IE and to see her open with IE. I hope she opens with IE for the rest of the tour. That would be amazing. It sounded amazing. There's a bootleg already circulating. It sounds really fantastic. Oh, amazing. (laughs) That's good to know. I'll get it as soon as I get home. Oh, I'll link you to it. (laughs) I'll link you to it right now. Yeah. Um, Do you, so do you think she will open with IE the whole tour? I mean, it looks like that's probably going to be the case. Maybe not. Who knows? I mean, like, um, but as we all know, she tends to have an opening and a closing song. And so I think she'll probably... Uh, if she sticks to IE, she'll walk out to the back and check like she did last time and then uh, end the set with, uh, fairy tale with fairy tale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how was that with the backing track? It was very long. Um, so, you know, it was a longer version, but it was good. It was nice to hear that song for sure. Um, with, with the new arrangement. What were, what was your absolute top of the show highlight? Like where did you oh, scream? I mean, Blood Roses. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Blood. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like we all did. We all screamed when she did Blood Roses, and she nailed it. Like she killed it. She was. I mean, with the backdrop of fire, it was really made sense that she did that song. You know, like just really like pulling out the the fire um, within. You know, she was. She seemed like that. Like that backdrop and like those songs that like matched that backdrop. You know, and then like the softer songs and the more 
you know, were the winter, well, the songs that matched the winter background that was later in the, in the, in the set. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, that's my thoughts on it. I could be totally wrong. No, I mean, it sounds fantastic. Listening to the boot, like hearing her come on, come on, come on. It just was, it was intense. Yeah, it's really intense. It was, I mean, well, I mean, anytime she does a rare song it's, that she doesn't play often, it's always a treat. You know, you, it's like, uh, you know, getting uh, the, the thing you wanted for Christmas under right. the tree. You know, like, <laughs> like, oh, I'm so excited, you know, that I'm finally getting this, this treat. So, Thanks, Mom. It's Blood Roses. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's what I love about touring, you know, is the possibilities are endless right, you know right and you're at the beginning of a tour where literally like anything can happen yeah um, it, yeah and it's gonna hurt leaving tomorrow for sure um but i'll be in the states i'll be doing a bunch of shows in the states Marie and I are traveling together in the States, so she'll, we'll be in the same car. That's right. We will. Last night she said that she has a lot of surprises in store. Um, what, yeah. What do you think? Do you want to speculate on anyone? What would be your number one guess for a big surprise that she's got coming? I mean, I don't know. That's it's. I mean, r- doing rare songs is a surprise, so something rare. Like, I mean, when was the last time that she did Tallulah? You know, that's perfect to bring back with a backing track, um, you know, because now she's doing um, these backing tracks now. So I don't know. I mean, um, you know, maybe she's going to do some more of the new songs. You know, the last tour for the Geraldines, she didn't really do a lot of the songs from the record live. She maybe did like four or five of that. So maybe she's going to do more of the songs from Native Invader. So maybe she's practicing those. You know, it's, uh, I mean, it's, who knows? Maybe she has more amazing covers that she hasn't done in the past, you know, like, and maybe she's going to bring back mashups. Maybe she's going to do, why can't Tori read? Oh my God. You know, like, you know, I mean, she does have only two left. Okay. So last, for those of us that are paying attention, <laughs> okay. The, well, just to let you know, there's only two, why can't Tori read tracks that she has not performed live yet and so and those are and those are heart attack at 23 and you go to my head which those is my favorite yeah yeah so who knows maybe she'll bring those out maybe she'll do more like intro reads since now we have the re the remaster out you know like uh, i mean again it's like a it's a crapshoot you know so on a scale it's, of it's one to a hundred <laughs> what do you think is the possibility that tosh will perform live oh i don't think so she never has she never has, and I don't think she, I don't think so. Me and Danny are totally like this. It's going to happen this tour. I, I'm so excited about your perspective being. She's in school. Opposite. She's busy. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't think that Tosh wants to like enter that realm. It's, that, that's what it seems like. You know, it's like this is mom's world, and this is her thing. And it's not, you know, what is she going to do? Stand, stand <laughs> next to her? Was she going to sit on the fucking bench? Like, <laughs> no, she's going to do know, the like... up the creek dance. <laughs> No, oh my god! Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I could be wrong, but I, I, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, who knows? It would be nice. I mean, maybe it would be nice to see, but I don't think it's going to happen. Fair enough. Um, and then finally, before yeah. I let you go, I want to ask you, um, what what are your requests tonight? Do you have anything that you're dying to hear? Maybe any covers? Um, you know, like my, uh, I try to stay with the same songs that I like to hear, but I haven't requested anything yet. I try to wait until like I have a few shows under my belt, like 
to kind of get a feel of like what what's happening. So I'm going to wait till the States to like make my request. But I mean, I would love to hear Virginia. That's like a song that I've been listening to a lot lately. So that would be nice. But right now I'm, I'm just holding my, I'm holding my request close to my heart. Fair, fair. And here I'm, I'm rooting for <laughs> Sinead O'Connor tonight because it's her last night in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah. Really? We were talking about that today, like about, and also that it's, um, the anniversary of Prince's passing is coming up, I think. And so, uh, the tie in with that. So yeah, maybe who knows? I mean, like, again, I mean, that's the beauty of, of, of tour is that like never, uh, know what to expect per sh- every show, you know, it's like, it's amazing. You know, you, that's why it's so fun to like follow along with the set list. Cause you have no idea what she's going to do. Right. And for those of you listening, we'll, we have a uh, Stefan tweeting the set list from our account today at songs of Tori Amos on Twitter. Maria, thank you so much for calling in. We're going to talk to Maria a lot this tour because we are touring together. <laughs> We're going to, you're going to be hearing from us on the road <laughs> unfiltered. So get to know Maria. Yes. Thank you so much for calling in and we'll talk to you again. Same. Sounds good. Bye honey. Bye honey. Enjoy the show. While you're waiting for the show, why don't you go ahead and check us out on Spotify at the Sideway Society, where Shay Stymac, she is doing a nightly set list for us, or a nightly playlist of the set list. So whatever Tori plays, Shay's putting that into a playlist. Um, and then you can look for parallels. So we're at the Sideway Society uh, on Spotify. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Songs of Tori Amos. And we'll talk to everybody later tonight. Insert slogan here. Um, we need a slogan. Tour All Night is a production of the Sideways Society. Please visit us online at songsoftoryamus.com. Yeah.